everybody. It's about 7.25 on Monday, the 18th of October. I've got two days with my kids this week. It is MEA break for them, so today and tomorrow we'll finish out the project. Um, tomorrow night I've got conferences, and then all day Wednesday I've got conferences. The vast majority of the conferences I have are tomorrow night, actually, um, almost totally booked. Uh, and then I have a pretty wide open day on Wednesday, and my admin is saying that we're not going to take walk-ins. So Wednesday will be a pretty open workday for me. I'll just be grading projects. Um, so that's good. Uh, I don't know if I talked about it on Friday if my battery died, but had a situation where a student, the student I've been referencing, was unhappy with my critique again of their project, was unhappy that I called out a friend for being rude to a teacher and decided to bring back up at, that at one point I had made her cry like five weeks ago. And just in a super threatening and bullying tone. And then when I spoke about talking with her mom, she told me that it didn't matter. My mom didn't like me. Her mom didn't like me anyway, so it wouldn't do me any good. And I was just gonna let it go. I was just gonna let that be. I was gonna let that sit just come in and show them that I wasn't going to be phased by it. But I talked to Will over the weekend and he's like, bro, you got to call that parent and you got to get on the right side of this narrative. She's got to hear from you about what your perspective is and, and how the situation is going. So I don't know why it, I've just always been averse to it. I, and every time I've had a parent phone call, it usually always goes well. And but not even that. Will and I talked on our podcast, which just dropped um, today. Um, this won't go out until probably next week. About the cost to benefit ratio of sacrificing a little bit of time and a little bit of comfort. You know, for me, sacrificing a little bit of comfort is, um, you know, having that phone call, not sending a passive email not, you know, just trying to talk to them in a five-minute blip at conferences tomorrow night, but really having a chance to have a conversation with someone. Um, and yeah, maybe her mom does hate me. Maybe she thinks I'm a terrible human. But I got to do it. I got, and he explained too that he's like, you got to draw a line in the sand with these kids. Like, they got to know that you are going to not be passive in this situation, that you are going to be proactive when it comes to their parents and that you are willing to do the extra work, to put in the extra effort. Because making a parent phone call is about the extra effort and a little bit of discomfort. Yeah, if I get my behind chewed, that like this is the thing I've been thinking about at Willis. Like, so what if I get my behind chewed on a parent phone call? At least I've made my point, 
and at least the parent has heard more than just the side of the story that their kid gives. And, and I think that's where I really am at for today. I gotta make three or four this morning. Use my school phone, just call and just say, hey, here's the situation, something's been going on, and it, it's, it's just frustrating. But you're able to save this, this is my side of this perspective. And as Will said, you're calling to get their help. You're calling to get them on board with you and help them understand that you're trying to do what is best for their kid. You're not calling to scold them as a parent or scold their kid. You're just going to say, like, here's, here's the situation. Here's where I'm at. This is where I would like to see your child go in my class. And from there, you, you can make them an ally. As a teacher, it's really good to have allies. It's really good to have people in your corner, whether it's the custodian or students or other teachers or parents or people in the community. The more allies you have, the better off you're going to be the more ability you will have to get the things done that you would like to get done. And that's a really important piece of this puzzle is you, you want to do what's best for these kids. You want them to be successful. You want them to find you know, purpose in your class and to have the opportunity to grow and learn. But if I'm not willing to put that little bit of comfort away and I'm not willing to take a little bit of time to do this, then I'm not putting what's best for my kids forward. And I think that's where I have to be on this. And I'm hoping today, at the end, I can talk to you about how these parent contacts went. But moreover, I hope you have a great Monday and you're having a great weekend that everything is good. What's up, fam? It's Tuesday morning, 19th of October. I am on my way to school. Conference day one tonight, where I have the majority of my conference, but my uh, my tomorrow conference schedule really booked up to. Uh, so I got a busy couple days. Um, yesterday I recorded a reflection that's going to stay on my own. Um, because I had a situation that I was way too emotional about at the time. I did record something because I wanted to get those feelings out, but it's not something that I feel comfortable publishing. Um, and it's not something that is necessarily a good reflection of the situation. So I've been having trouble with a particular group of students keep getting more audacious. Um, several times last week, things were thrown at me. Um, crab apples, rocks. Um, on Friday, I had a student kick a ball, a soccer ball, from what must have been really close, right into the middle of my bag. Um, so that student was supposed to have, you know, been off recess for a couple days, something of that nature. Um, 
and then yesterday at that recess, I was standing by our main lobby door, holding the door open, facing these kids as they walked in, and this same girl who kicked the ball into my back threw an, a crab apple at me, which is about the size of a golf ball, and I don't know if it grazed my head before it hit the door window, or it hit the door window and then grazed my head, but it was thrown so hard that it went like 40 feet back out into the parking and thankfully another staff member was there to kind of corral that situation because it probably um, it, it probably wouldn't have went as well as it did because she was there because she handled it she got it started um, immediately the guilty person fessed up to it um, and that was that. But um, it put me in a space where obviously I was very, very amped up. I was very angry, uh, very frustrated. I still am very frustrated with the situation. Um, but it, it just puts, this situation puts real concern um, for my safety in two ways for me. Um, just my physical safety had that thing been like five inches farther down it would have hit me square right in one of my eyes and I, I would assume that even I had sunglasses on so that probably I mean but it would not have been good and beyond just that particular situation these kids with what they're doing it seems to be more and more trying to physically intimidate me besides just being rude. Like, I can look back now and they've been trying to intimidate me and bully me the whole year, but they were just words and I kind of played it off as they're just teenage kids and that was the situation, but now it's becoming more and more assertive and more and more aggressive. And I do have some worry that they will continue, that this situation will only escalate what they're trying to do but I also worry about my job security and financial security because it feels like one of those situations where I get pushed and I get pushed and I get pushed until I do something and then I get held accountable when the kids have to it feels like and I've never been in one of these situations so I should say the story I'm telling myself which is a tip from Renee Brown the story I'm telling myself is these kids are trying to push me and push me to get me to do or say something that they can point to and say, this is why this teacher is terrible, and that somehow I would then wind up losing my job. And if you lose your job in a situation like this, that feels like one of those situations that you won't come back from, that you will not be able to gain another teaching job because of. And maybe that's a little bit paranoid. But there are so many people in our country right now that are just looking to dime people and make someone the boogeyman and do this or do that, that I do have real fears and real concerns about that. It's to the point where my wife is even like, worried about my physical safety and 
I don't think any one of these kids would really escalate the physical violence. But the problem I see is now I'm on guard all the time now. I have to be on the defensive. And the defensive in a protective mode, in a reactive mode where my, you know, senses are heightened, that's not the ideal place to teach from. That's not where you want to be. That's not the mental mindset that you want to have in order to be a great teacher. Like that's just not where you want to be on that spectrum. Like that's just not a tenable situation. And I don't exactly know how to how to how to handle it in this case. Um, and then it brings in another layer of frustration when it comes to my admin, and I'm sure that I'm going to be told, well, have you been giving FYIs? Have you been doing these things? Da 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 da. And I haven't been. And it's because I don't believe that that system works, and I don't believe that it makes a difference. And maybe I'm wrong. It, that's part of the problem is I haven't stuck to our behavioral plan, but I haven't felt like I've needed to. I felt like a lot of this stuff was just kids being kids and that I could ignore a lot of it and that I didn't want to put myself in a position where I was escalating. But it just seems that these kids are going to continue to escalate. Because every time, the, the biggest problem we face is every time there's a situation, they run to each other and they talk about it and they spin themselves up and somehow, no matter what happened, I wind up being the bad guy. That they will blame me because I was holding the door open for someone that it's my fault that I got an apple thrown at me that, you know, for lack of a better term, hit me in the head. It did actually graze my head. And that's problematic. And that is the bigger concern is that I, I think this is a space where an admin should step in and squash you and that there should be real consequences. And maybe my admin will. Maybe I'm just overthinking this and I'm overly emotionally attached to it and I'm trying to, as Jocko would say, detach from it. And But it is a situation that is increasingly frustrating and is concerning at a minimum. And I'm trying to be calm about it. I'm trying to be thoughtful about it. But there are moments where it's hard for me to do either of those things. So today is the last day with the kids for five days. I'm hoping with that and conferences tonight, we can kind of handle some of this stuff and it can, you know, mellow itself out. Um, but I, like I said, I do have some real concerns about the situation and I'm hoping that my admin will step in and I will step up and I will do my part and so will they. So, all right, just about to school.
put a song on to get myself in a good mood. But hope everybody's having a great day. Good morning, everybody. What is happening? It is Wednesday. Excuse me, it's October 20th. It is day number two of conferences and, um, you know, uh, a couple of days removed from the situation um, with a student throwing the apple at me. Um, that student wrote me a letter. Uh, I haven't read it yet. Um, the main thing I think I would want to talk about here is had a long talk with my boss. And really, in the moment, it's frustrating because you just want to see your boss back you up. You want to see your boss drop the hammer. You want to see boundaries be set. You want to see discipline. But in my heart, as I think about the conversation, I know that he's correct. You know, in, in how to make the situation better in the long term versus how to make the situation better in the short term. Dropping the hammer on these kids in the short term may make the situation better. It may for a little while, you know, get me out of some minor annoyances, but it's not the thing that's going to make the, the school year better long term. It's not the thing that's going to um, help everyone. And by no means is my, was my boss saying that they were excusing the behavior. Um, the student got a consequence, which I'm told for my school was pretty severe um, in, in their kind of behavior continuum. But being able to calm myself down and, and step back and realize, you know, my boss knows what he's doing. Um, my boss is a person who cares not just for the kids, but cares for me as well. But overall, he wants what's best for everybody. And, you know, he was saying things to me like, you got to try to let the situation de-escalate, kind of let the kid fizzle out before you approach. And that's really hard when you're just being straight disrespected to your face. Um, but, you know, that detachment from the situation, um, is something that's really important. I feel like throughout the day, things got better. Um, I have now made contact with all of the parents that are in that particular little group um, that is giving me trouble. And um, I had especially good conversation at conferences with one of the parents. Um, and just, you know, it was a situation where the student had felt like I asked them a bunch of questions as to why they needed to do something and that I hadn't done that for other kids and that is where the the feeling of me singling them out came from and the mom was honest that the kids to some degree want to make it about me not liking the students of color or me singling out the students of color but the mom very much was not letting the kids write that narrative and you know it's it's a jumping off point I feel like I'm comfortable with the parents I'm comfortable in a situation where I can you know 
go to them if I need something to where I can speak with them if there's something going on. And, and I think I've gotten to a point um, where I will be able to kind of have them as an ally and, and work to make the overall situation better. Um, conferences were good. It was really weird to only have five minutes. I mean, they, the majority of the kids that came were the kids that you would expect their parents would come, and there's nothing but really nice things to say about the particular student. Um, but it was weird a couple times having to be like, well, sorry, I need you to leave. Um, but you know what? It is what it is. So things are good. I've got some more conferences today. Um, there are more space out throughout the day. I really, I kind of got a busy morning right away this morning. Um, but all in all, it's going to be good. I got most of the projects uh, that we've been doing graded. Uh, I was super impressed with how my kids did. And I evaluated, you know, their project with them. Um, and, and I just felt like it really turned out nicely. It really um, was good. And, and I liked this project because the expectations were really clear. And the kids had a chance to like do a good project and get a good grade and, and you know feel accomplished. So I, I think that's an important part too. Almost just saw a car accident right there. Um, so yeah, like I said, today I got some more conferences. Uh, just gonna try to do a little work in between there. And um, tomorrow got a PD day. I noticed that the social studies team was left off the PD roster. So I guess we'll see if they stick us somewhere. I was kind of hoping to just fly under the radar, but um, then on Friday, going to do some work around the house. Going to have some friends over for a bonfire. Saturday, going to go see the most recent Bond movie. The last one with Daniel Craig, I'm told. And you know, just try to relax. Um, you know, I felt like it was weird to say it was mid-October. Now it's you know going to be late October soon. And time's flying by. Seven weeks of school are done, and I think things are going well. So, wrap with you later. Hey, everybody, what's up? Wednesday, on my way home. Kind of rainy, so I'm kind of hoping that my windshield wipers won't totally screw up the audio. And I got a fly flying around me. It's just, it's all happening today. Um, hope everybody's having a good had conferences again today they were pretty good I mean nothing really too eventful nothing really too big to speak of you know it's kind of that same thing where you pretty much have the kids who you, know, you don't need to really say anything negative about but it was fine got some things done around my room got, got a new group setting set up and you know, it's just that point where I'm feeling pretty good about what I've got going and where I'm going with it in the coming days and weeks. 
I'm just overall feeling pretty good about what I've got going. So I've got, you know, kind of basically a half day of PD tomorrow, uh, a nine o'clock to two o'clock. I kind of really wish they would have just done like an eight to one or a seven to 12 or, you know, just like PD from home, but obviously that didn't happen. So we're going to do that tomorrow and then be home in the afternoon and then spend the day Friday hanging out and doing some work and going to try to go for a run Friday and maybe go for a run tomorrow after school as well and just try to get a few miles in as the weather's starting to really kind of change here. Um, I read a letter from the student that threw an apple at me and um, it seemed apologetic. It still has the connotations of, you know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't take stuff so serious and that I make a big deal out of things that are not a big deal, which is a very common thing to hear from middle school kids. They will always tell you that the things they do are not as big a deal as you make them. And, you know, that's a very common refrain that I get. So I'm not super surprised by that, but, um... All in all, I'm hoping that the relationship will kind of mend itself uh, over the coming days and weeks, and we can get on the right track with that few, uh, that group of just a few students. So, I mean, overall, I think things are going really well. Um, seven weeks down, uh, so we're just trying to trying to keep the momentum, trying to keep moving forward. And, doing the things that we want to be doing. I'm hoping tomorrow to continue to work on Will and I's book, to continue to grow and, and learn and keep writing and get that thing set up and ready to rock and getting back to promoting the podcast and the things of writing. It's just I, I just haven't had a lot of desire to be on Instagram or Facebook really at all in recent weeks and months. Um, I know it's something that I should do professionally to try to kind of increase our footprint or maybe even, you know, go to TikTok or whatever it might be. Um, but it's, I don't know, I just have not felt a lot of desire to be on there. Um, I think it's maybe a good thing to kind of detach from that and everything that goes on when you're on social media, but it is up to me to kind of curate and cultivate what I see when I'm on there and make sure that I'm not seeing all the negative stuff and that I'm not seeing all the crazy stuff, but I am getting our message out there and connecting with teachers and doing stuff like that. I know there's a lot that I could be doing and I just, I got to change my mindset to the fact that we're using it for professional reasons um, to further our mission and goal of giving every kid the teacher they deserve and being able to do the work that we want to do in the manner that we want to do it, to have a little more freedom over our career and to widen the impact and scope of what we're doing. So hoping to change my mindset, get going on that and to really share all the content we've already created because we've got a lot lines around my head all of a sudden wanted to make an appearance um, all in all I think it's been a great week I'm looking forward to 
another night with my wife. I have not spent much time with my wife in the last, since I guess Thursday of last week, she was gone Friday to basically dinner time Monday. I was gone last night for conferences, so this is the first kind of extended time we spent together for a few days, so this would be nice to chill out and be home and relax with her a little bit. Yeah, just looking forward to spending some time with friends this weekend and spending some time with um, family and just doing some of the things that I want to do. So, um, yeah, I hope everybody's doing great, doing well, and hope we got another wrap for you tomorrow. Good morning everybody. It is 21st of October. I'm on my way for a professional development day at school. Got a nine o'clock to two o'clock, some meetings I'm not uber thrilled to be going to, but should be a quick day. Get home, go for a run this afternoon, spend a little more time with Brittany and relax. Looking at the calendar, you know, it's going to be mid, it's going to be November, like by the end of next week, which seems bonkers to me that it's already November. Um, but long-term things are going well. With school and made progress this week, you know, it always kind of seems that progress is follows the bumpy times and you know we're barely making good progress when things are going smoothly and I had a little bit of a rocky patch there for a few days maybe like maybe like a couple weeks it was kind of rocky with that particular group um, but hopefully you know I'll turn the corner but there's the thing that I need to remember and I need to stay focused on is my role in the situation um, and also my ability to make the situation better myself, not feeling like I have to have my admin step in for me and solve the problem for me. That that's a that's a dangerous spot to get into because it puts you in a position where you feel like you can't control your own situation and you can't handle your own business. Um, and that's not to say that. Our admin shouldn't be there to be supportive and they shouldn't be there to set boundaries for kids because ultimately it's their vision of the school that we're all trying to work towards. Um, but I don't want to get myself into a position or have the feeling like I'm totally helpless and that things are just happening to me. I'm sure there is some truth to my students feeling like they've been singled out by me. I would agree that they've been singled out, but I would say it's because of their bad behavior, not the other way around. They didn't start being rude to me because I singled them out. You know, and that's, but it's all semantics and it really doesn't matter who started what or why, you have to just find a way to move forward. And you're going to be able to sit down with a couple of the kids and just say, like, this is the situation, this is where I'm at on it, um, and just talk with them. It, it comes back to that conversation will, and 
I have had a bunch on the podcast and, you know, a topic that Will talks about a lot, you know, is fairness treating every kid the same? Because these kids are playing that, oh, well, it's not fair that I get singled out or I get treated differently. But if you said to them, well, then why don't, why doesn't everybody get the same grade? They would say that wouldn't be fair. So, you know, the other thing too is there are lessons to be learned and taught in this situation. There are things that I can do to help move my students forward. And if I change my mindset from just trying to make my situation better to using this as a learning experience, to using it as a chance to help the kids see their role in the situation, but also help them find ways to get better in situations like this, that's that's a win for me. That's what I'm at school to do. I'm at school to help kids see a better way forward. So... I mean, if I were to duck this and let my administration deal with it and all of that, you know, I would be missing a chance to really make a difference for my kids. And ultimately, that's why I'm, that's why I'm in the building, is to make a difference. So I think you have to, you know, just change my mindset. You know, I'm having a hard time, you know, not thinking all the negative thoughts when I go to sleep at night and not having doomsday prophecies and and all of that stuff which I know is not productive and I know it puts me in that position where that's what I wind up thinking about is oh what what could go wrong how could it be the worst ever versus trying to say how do I build this and use it to my advantage how do I take what these kids do and turn it into something real and something tangible and make a difference and that's really where I sit on this situation and, you know I had the moment where you know I spoke with my boss and I was in the moment you're frustrated but the longer he talks to me the more I understand he's making sense even though I don't want to feel like he's making sense I know that he is I know that what he's saying is a good way forward, but in the moment when you're so attached to your feelings, you just you just want the situation to go away. You don't want what's best for me and what's best for them. You just want the situation to go away, and that's just not the way it works. So hopefully everybody having a few days off, we can come back fresh on Monday and make a difference, but that's where I'm at. Like I said, I'm going to knock out this PD today and have a little bit of fun and spend some time with my family and friends and just enjoy life. So hope everybody has a great day. Hope your week is going awesome, whatever day you're listening. And, you know, if you are actually listening to this, me musing on, you know, my days, I do really appreciate it. So have a great one. Hey, everybody. Thursday afternoon at about 2.15, and I am on my way home. The week in terms of school is done, Um, and I'm happy about it.
Oh, excuse me. Um, today was pretty good. I was worried that I would come in with a shitty attitude. And to be fair, like when I was getting to school, I kind of had a shitty attitude. But I went to some professional development sessions uh, put on by my my colleagues. And I got to say, I really like the people who led them. I think all of them were really um, practical and very helpful. One was on reading strategies for nonfiction, which applies to me. One was on how to use holistic and uh, what was the other and the more normal kind of rubric. I can't think of the word. Uh, how to use rubrics. And then the third one was on Socratic seminars and formal writing assignments. And it just, it was really good. I really enjoyed those parts of my day. Oh, man, excuse me, I don't want to add today, but yeah, my, someone's not good. Anywho, so reading strategies for nonfiction, rubrics, and Socratic seminars, and formal writing, all of which I thought were super practical. I was frustrated because the last hour plus of my day I spent making a poster board for my school's 15th anniversary and it just is one of those super things I don't want to be doing with what little time I had but we got it done and it was fine so now I'm on my way home I snuck out about <coughs> oh excuse me holy cow just all over the place um it was just not really what I want to spend my time doing but we did it we got it done and you know, just in a position where um, I can feel good going into the weekend. I can feel good about where I'm at academically with my kids. I can feel good about what I got coming up. And I can feel good about taking some time with my spouse and taking some time with friends and taking some time to work on my own stuff that uh, I'm really excited for. Uh, I think it's going to be really good. And I'm looking forward to having that time to just kind of unwind to you know even just a couple days away from the kids will really bring the uh bring the cortisol level down um not having to try to worry about what the kids are doing or deal with that stress and you know i was saying this morning it's I'm really trying to focus not just in the teaching aspect of my life, but in every aspect of my life of, you know, this belief that you're always in control of something. There's always something you can do. You're never helpless. There's always something you can do to make your situation better. Um, I heard Kevin Estella, he's a, was a history teacher and now he's a survival skills teacher for Fieldcraft Survival talk about the 24-hour cone, so it's this idea that tomorrow, you know, when you wake up, you know, you have 24 hours to to fight, gosh, that happened to me, what you said, you got to fight your clone from yesterday, and Every 24 hours, you have to do something to make yourself better that would allow you to defeat yourself from the day before. 
it's a really good analogy and just a thought process of asking myself, you know, how did I get better? Today I got better by not checking out of my professional development. I'm going to get a little better today because I'm going to go home and support my wife and help her get all this stuff done that um, we want to get done to have friends over tomorrow. And I'm hopefully going to find time to work out or put a run in. So I feel like I've gotten better today, even with what I just did. Um, And, you know, this week, like I've kind of been talking, it's, it's kind of a double, double edged sword. This situation I had with the girl throwing the apple at me, there are points where I want to, you know, feel the frustration that I have and want my frustration to feel like it's justified and to be able to process that and have it acknowledged. But on the same token, I want to see the big picture. I don't want to make the situation into more than it is. And I definitely don't want to have someone step in for me and in the long, you know, in the short term, make the situation better, but in the long term, make the situation worse. Because I think there's a lot of room to where that situation could be made worse if certain things were to happen. So I'm hoping that that the situation will improve and that the situation will continue to be one where I can learn and they can learn. Because ultimately what we want to have is a space where everybody's learning, regardless of whether you're a teacher or a student. And these situations provide me an opportunity to teach my kids and help them learn and help them grow. Um, Because if I just check out, you know, like checking out today of my professional development, if I check out of my teaching like that, then not only will my life get harder because you know it's hard to really um, you know teach when you're checked out and especially when you're checked out the discipline really seems to suffer and it it just gets worse so glad I didn't check out this week when it came to that situation I'm glad I didn't check out today at professional development and I really don't want to check out of any school year you Will and I got big plans for next year and I don't, I want to keep working towards those plans, but I certainly don't want to pack in anything that I'm doing right now because I don't for sure know exactly how everything is going to go. I can't guarantee that life is going to play out the way that I think it will or that I want it to, but I'm going to continue to put the work in in the places where I'm at. I'll put the work in when I'm at school. And I'll be dedicated to that while I'm there. And I'll put the work in at home when I'm at home. And I will put the work in on LED when I'm working on LED. And I'm just trying to really be present in the spaces that I'm in. To really do the jobs I need to wherever I'm at at that time. To really be present. um, Try to detach from that phone a little bit. and, And just get better. So... Hope everybody has a great day. I hope everybody's well. And this will probably be my last reflection for the week. So this is the week of 
But that's that mentoring experience. And that's what podcasts, and that's what we hope our podcasts become for people, is an opportunity to, to almost like a masterclass situation. Because uh, there are teachers out there who, who are rock starring, uh, who understand what it takes to do what we do. But nobody knows who they are. Nobody's heard their voice. No one's, no one's, you know, there's not a camera in every teacher's room capturing all these moments and, and putting them in a file. And you may have never experienced it, and then you may listen to it on a podcast, and then all of a sudden you experience it, and it's like, oh, I remember them saying, okay, this is how you, okay, got it. And even though it may be like, no, nah, I can't do that, but it gives me an idea. It sparks an idea in my mind of what I can do.